we're going to be talking about stay. And a lot of times, I really do believe that there are situations in our lives where when God says stay, it's much harder than go. And uh, as I was thinking about this and praying about this, the Lord brought up a, a, a memory in my heart of about a very difficult time when the Lord said stay. When Yvette and I had, uh, we had been pastoring, living on a little island, uh, suffering for Jesus in the Bahamas, and, um, and so they, uh, we were presented with an opportunity to come uh, to the States, to come to Tennessee and to go to school, uh, to go to graduate school, and one of the reasons that we said yes to that opportunity was because they said, if you'll come in, go to school, you know, just uh, share experiences that you've experienced, be part of our community here, then when you're, ready to, uh, when you're ready to go out, we'll let you choose. You can go anywhere in the world you want to go, and the missions department will support you, and, and you're really, really, um, you know, so, so you're kinda, you've got an, an open door before you. And so then, when the Lord made it clear that we were to come to Tyler, Texas, um, <laughs> So many people are like, hey, we love Tyler, Texas, right? Tyler, Texas is a great place. But I've got to tell you that it really, um, I really was not thrilled. Now, then I didn't know that it was the greatest place in the world today. You know, I'm a, we're still in the learning process. But, um, but I, before that, I had had two reasons that Tyler did not thrill me. One was I had already had a very bad traumatic experience with Tyler, Texas. And without getting into the whole story, um, a friend of mine and I bought a 1967 Volkswagen camper van, and um, he fixed it up and got it running. I see some of you nodding your heads about camper vans. Uh, counseling is available through New Covenant Church, so... Uh, if yes, but, but I, and so um, he bought the, we bought this van, he fixed it up, he came and picked me up in Tennessee at college, and then our plan was to go to Mexico. So the only problem was every time we stopped, and literally, we, we, uh, we had to work on the van. We put a new clutch in in Chattanooga, we worked on it in, in Houston, we worked on it in uh, Nuevo Laredo. Well, one of the things I found out while we were traveling was uh, he had not cleaned this van, and so while we're traveling uh, um, from Houston to Nuevo Laredo, I'm in the back cleaning the van, you know, just making sure that, it's, um, you know, that, we, can, that, that we can stay in it when we go down into Mexico. And one of the things that I began to find, I began to find all of kinds of drug paraphernalia. His uncle says, you are not taking that van into, uh, into Mexico, which was probably a great decision. But on our journey, we, or as we're coming back, heading back, we um, decided we're going to stop in the Mecca of spirituality, the home place of Brother R.W. Shambach. Anybody ever heard of R.W. Shambach? Come on, Chris. That's some of it where uh, his background there. But uh, and we were going to go see R.W. Shambach, but every time we stopped the van, it broke down. So we got it going in in uh, Dallas, and then we were making our way across here, and it was barely moving, and we broke down at the exit of 271 and 20. And there used to be an old gas station out there. As a matter of fact, for years, I would not drive by that gas station. Didn't want to drive by because it would get these little shakes and flashbacks of the times that we spent during the night uh, with the van jacked up and putting some new parts on it. And we finally made our way down the road. So I already had a very traumatic experience about Tyler, Texas. The second thing was that it wasn't going outside of the States. 
And so I was really dealing with this, this issue in my life, and I went and got some counsel from a, a professor, from my lead professor at a graduate school, and uh, went in, and, and he's just a very nice gentleman, and very, just kind of very diplomatic and those type of things. But I walked in, and I said, uh, here's what I'm dealing with. And all of a sudden, he got this strange look on his face, and he said, I've got a word from the Lord for you. And I, I personally had never, I didn't even know he heard from the Lord. But um, <laughs> so um, he said, um, I, the Lord is saying that if you will stay in America, that if you'll stay, if you'll make a choice to stay obedient to God and stay in America, that God will open up doors that you can't even imagine. Now, now first of all, how many people know that it's important to be obedient? Okay. You know, the word of God, I love this scripture in Samuel where it says, And Samuel said, Has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice. And to listen then to the fat of rams, this, this offering to God. And, and I don't know about you, but there have been times in my life where it's like, God, rather than obey, I'll sacrifice everything. But God's saying, I want you to obey. And so he said, if you'll obey and if you'll stay, God will do amazing things. And I'm here to tell you today that God was right. <laughs> Has anybody ever found God to be right? <laughs> yeah, that God was right. And the choice to obey, the choice to stay has opened more doors 